Hey listeners, welcome to What Are You Listening To Again? It's a replay of one of our favorite episodes from season one. This week, it's Jen's conversation with John Zazaro. Enjoy, and Jen will be back next week with a brand new episode. Hey, John. Hey, Jen. What are you listening to this week? Welcome to What Are You Listening To This Week, the weekly podcast where we talk about our favorite songs. Some old, some new, all good. I'm Jen Tully, and this week I'm joined by musician and media tech entrepreneur John Zazaro. John is a change maker who's passionate about the convergence of media and technology. He's dedicated to building community and providing innovators access to networks, education, tools, and capital necessary for their success. He's mentored hundreds of startups globally and currently serves as director, partner, and mentor for MediaTek Ventures and Canatech Ventures. This week's episode has some great songs, old and new. And now on Spotify, you can listen to the show with the songs we discuss incorporated. Just search for What Are You Listening To with music. If you're not listening on Spotify, be sure to give the playlist a listen and then tune in to our conversation. With that, let's get started. John, what are you listening to this week? Great question. Um, there's a newer band called The Courts. It's actually a friend of mine's son, and uh, I saw she posted it randomly on... Um, like the video on her Instagram as like a story and the riff was just incredible. Uh, so uh, the song is called, I don't feel the same uh, again, new band and I'm a big rock and roll white denim, you know, rock on tours, um, yes. you know, black keys fan. So it, this really is, is a, a song for people that are really into psych rock and, and really good rock and roll riffs. So agree. And I have to say, too, um, this also brought me a little bit of like Royal Blood vibes, which I also love. Um, and so I was super stoked. I was telling you before we started recording um, this song. I it, People I meet on the street, I'm walking up and making listen to this song. I love it so much. <laughs> awesome. Um, and I think that they're a relatively new band. Am I right? I think that, um, I yeah. think that, yeah, I think like two months maybe they've been. They've, they've, I think, I believe they only have two songs out right now. Okay. So. Yeah. I think you're right. This, uh, the single, this single and another were released on July 15th of this year. And they have another song called uh, Few and Far Between, which is also good. It's a little bit like slower tempo and maybe yeah. a little bit more psychedelic. But I think if you're going to listen to the song, to a song by them to like get a feel, I don't feel the same is just an amazing jam and listen loud i i've like our yes. neighbors are probably wondering what in the world well they're not because they hear loud music coming out of my house <laughs> yeah, all the time say, but <laughs> like, they can't be surprised. <laughs> they're not they're not actually um but yeah this one i'm like turn it up to 11 and just like go nuts um it's so so good and they have um they have a new single i think coming out on september 6th called kenzie that i'm like dying to hear now because i'm so stoked about these two songs yeah, um, I've had the song and repeat in the roto frequently uh since listening since first hearing it uh probably three weeks ago now oh so, so good 
Well, you have to keep your eyes peeled since you're based in Chicago. If those guys are playing anywhere and I can get there, I will be at the show. I'm dying to see these guys. <laughs> um, what else have you been listening to this week? You you definitely brought our new song this week. Everything else, we're gonna we're, we're taking it back a few years. So I have to thank you yeah, for um, sure. for keeping us fresh by bringing the courts um, to my attention. But what else do you have on uh, have on repeat this week? Uh, a, a lot of Daft Punk, um, in particular, mm. uh, aerodynamic, um, and, uh, you know, I, I'll, I'll never forget. So I, I, I joke with my wife all the time. Um, I missed my calling as like a nineties French house DJ. <laughs> um, and, uh, I, I still want to make, you know, I'm, I'm recording music now that I hope eventually DJs will spin. Um, a little bit different than Train Company uh, right. and, and other other stuff I've released in the past, but um, I've, I'll never forget the first time I saw um, Aerodynamic on uh, you know I think it was MTV where they have like the music video with all the characters. Right? Yeah, and they have like that beautiful story for Discovery for the entire album, and um, it's funny if you if you're into anime or whatever and you look at Captain Harlow, which was like a really big influence on on them uh, when they were younger. There's a lot of similarities in, in the characters and how they look and the storyline uh, that they have for Interstellar. Um, and it, and with, like, you know, the world of, of NFTs and uh, Web3 for artists and creatives, um, you know, I always think back at, you know, how well I think Daft Punk was breaking the barrier between different mediums and media, right? And it wasn't just about music. It was incredible stage presence. It was cartoons, right? Like it's, they just, they really were um, outside of the box thinkers with their own craft on top of making tasty tunes, of course. So um, aerodynamic has definitely been in the rotation quite heavily the last uh, last last couple months such a good song and i like daft punk too they're one of my favorites and w- when i was going it's funny because i always think of this and it's probably because this was the album um that i that i discovered them the discovery album which re- was released in 2001 um and you know the big hit from this album was one more time that's the one that everybody knows um but i really in like digging into this episode did not realize that they started making music in 1993 as Daft Punk. Yeah. I had no idea that it went back that far. Yeah. So, well, and it was, that was a really big part. I mean, like the, um, uh, Roulet, uh, was the, was the label. And, you know, it's funny, like if you're familiar with the band Phoenix, mm-hmm. um, but they have Love. a song called Phoenix on their first album because they all used to jam together and they're all from oh. France. Um, and uh, so, yeah, like they're, uh, yeah, it's it's in homework. I mean, in itself was was groundbreaking at the time too. Um, but yeah, it's it's they're they're just incredible artists, musicians, the full package, right? And I think um, definitely can learn a lot by looking at what they did and, and how to apply that in today's Web three economy for artists and creatives. For sure. And how they continue to sort of churn out sounds that are new. And I love, too, that that you called this out earlier, that they're a French band, but they often, in interviews I've seen with them or read about them, they were super influenced by, like, Chicago and Detroit, like, electronic and house music. So we're thinking... house music right here in Chicago. That's right. 
See, we're thinking yeah. of them as like I always thought like, oh, they're French and so cool. And then turns out like they're completely influenced by like American music. But what they did with it, I think, is is where the magic sort of comes in. And this is you'll be interested to know that this is the first instrumental song we've had on the show. I think that that's that was cool. I was like, all right, big props for that. Um, and I think the, the interesting thing, too, is that even though this is an electronic song and um, it is you know, EDM. Um, it also has amazing guitar riffs, you know? I'm like, you really brought the guitar riffs for me between the chords <laughs> and this song. I was like, way to go. Yeah. And I, I love that. Two wildly different songs stylistically. And, and I was struggling with the second one. I mean, there's, uh, profession, being a professional musician myself for so long, yes. it's like, man, two songs out of my rotation right now. Like, what? You know, so I, I, the courts was easy. I was like, yeah, the courts for sure, right? Like, new band, awesome, 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 awesome tune. But number yeah. two, I struggled with for a while, uh, for sure. Well, and I have to tell you too, because whenever I, you know, I was so pumped up by the court song and listened to it probably 10 times before I even got to the second song. So when the second song, like when I hit play on, I didn't really look and see what it was. I just like hit the link that you sent. And I thought at first, because I was so pumped up from the court song that it was, um, uh, for whom the bell tolls by Metallica. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I, I knew he, you were going to say that. I did. I'm like, did he just bring ride the lightning? All right. Okay. Yeah. Like, there we go. <laughs> yeah. So I, I was, um, I was pleasantly surprised when it was deaf. Not that I don't love Metallica and actually the no, ride the sure. lightning album is probably one of my so favorites. Um, but yeah, I was like, Oh, okay. It's Daft Punk. And I liked that it was, uh, older Daft Punk too. You know, I think everybody loved Random Access Memories. It's a great album. It's, you know, I don't know that it's top 10 for me, but it's top 25. I would say top 25. Um, and so I, I love that you took it back all the way to well, Discovery. Well, like, in Discovery too, I mean, like, I mean, Daft Punk really, um, especially around that time for me, um, I was definitely learning more about music. And I hadn't quite started doing it professionally, but I just, I remember seeing that video and, and, and always in the back of my head, I'm like, man, like I would love to do something like that. Right. Yeah. Like, it's just so like the whole video, the feel and like the, just the, the whole, the whole narrative. Like if you watch that entire interstellar and with the discovery, um, like it's just, it's an incredible piece of art. Um, yeah. and it, it does tell a great story and there's, no words right like it's just it's all mm -hmm. punk music it's so cool it's so good and it's like it's like and it's like early 2000s and it's like you don't see a lot of that today you know yeah and it just blows my mind with with technology and where it's at especially with projection mapping and right immersive experiences it's like mm -hmm. why we need to start adopting a lot more of this stuff into what we're doing as artists uh, because it's there and it, and it helps create a better experience and a new experience especially in like venues where the experience hasn't changed in decades. Right? It's so true. It's so true. And I think you see that with some of these big shows that are coming out and, and the way people are handling them. And again, like I said, I, I think we were talking about this before we started recording, but apparently the courts have um, a visual artist that's in the band too. So with their show comes sort of this visual experience. And I love that. I think that, you know, artists that are doing that are really pulling together the whole show. That's why Daft Punk is great live. It's why, you know, I love seeing the gorilla is live it's why a lot yeah. of those bands are just like there's there's so much to get involved in when you're watching them it's not just listening to the music and i do love that well for my picks i definitely took a hard left from where we started and um 
I chose good, a song. Though. It is. I chose a song called No Rain by Blind Melon. So I, I, when I picked this song, I'm like, listeners are either going to love me or they're going to hate me for including this song. So I'm sure um, send all your DMs to at Super Awesome Mix. I'm sure we're going to get some about this one. But <laughs> what I'll say about the song is that I watched um, All I Can Say, which is the documentary um, about Shannon Hoon, who was the lead singer of Blind Melon, who tragically passed away in 1995 from a drug overdose. Um, and they he basically shot home footage of himself on an old camcorder from like 1990 to 95 and they've put this footage together and you get this really interesting like not only a picture of him and the band and sort of what this like rocket ship to stardom looked like in a particular time and place but it's also this weird like countdown you know like if you know the story of Shannon Hoon every time you see a date and timestamp at the bottom of that camcorder um, image like you start thinking like oh my gosh this time next year he's not going to be here or like oh my gosh in two weeks he's going to pass you know like it was really um that was that was something that was interesting that really made me think about this song again and also make me think and i'm curious to get your opinion about this is is were they a one-hit wonder or is this song like so iconic that you have to pull them out of that category i mean the opening of the song is instantly recognizable anytime you hear it you know that's it. The B-Girl album cover, the video. I mean, to me, it kind of falls more into like the iconic category than the one-hit wonder category. What do you think? What What are your thoughts about this song? Well, I mean, no doubt that was, you know, what catapulted them, right? Like, and, uh, but no, I mean, I, I recall, I mean, they, they had a couple, right? The Change. Um, Change is a good song. Paper Scratcher on that album yeah, I, is a good I wonder, song. Mm-hmm. Right, like I mean, there were they're definitely you know they they definitely put in the work, um, but you know like it's just it's just I I think about a lot of artists that that passed away young, and I'm like man like what kind of music they'd be making today you know yeah uh, I think about that often the the Janis Joplin's and you know the Jimi Hendrixes and uh, sure and then you know John Lennon's of the world too right like man like what would they be doing now you know yeah and 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 yeah I, I think that. Yeah, that I mean that track is just so iconic, and and everybody knows that song. I mean, it's hard to, especially in the U.S., like it's hard to like if meet anybody. Maybe maybe like the, you know, the eighteen year olds nowadays, but you know everybody else, especially the eighties and nineties kids, like everybody knows that track. Yeah, well, and for any of the eighteen year olds that are listening, like go back and give this song a try. You know, you may uh, a good one. you may really dig it. And then I have to call this part out too because I'm big. Every show, just about, I talk about what a lyrics person I am. The lyrics are so important to me. So misunderstood lyrics are like my favorite, sh- like sub genre of my love of lyrics and let me tell you that I was yesterday years old when I realized that I have been singing this song incorrectly for 30 years so are you ready for me to drop some like ridiculous <laughs> lyrics on you here we go I'm admitting it so that I can uh, I can have my say whenever the next person comes on that's misunderstood lyrics so the part where he says you know I'd like to keep my cheeks dry today so He doesn't want to cry, right? You know, I'd like to keep my cheeks dry today is the lyric. For 30 years, I have been singing, you know, I'd like to keep my cheating strategy. So (laughs) there you go. My cheating strategy is 
really, my cheeks dry today. So go back and listen, though. It does sound like cheating strategy. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm sure it does. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah, that's, that's hilarious. I, I, I'm always like, that happens more times than it doesn't, though. You know, like everybody, everybody's got like their own version of the song and the lyrics and how they remember it. And you're like, that's not, they're like, wait, this song's about what? Well, <laughs> and especially no like, especially before like karaoke and Spotify, you know, like you, the way right, you looked right, at right. lyrics was like, you'd open like the album the cover yeah, yeah, or the CD and read the liner notes, you know? So we right. didn't, cause I was even thinking about that. I usually, any song we have on the show, just like for clarity and to be sure I go back and read the lyrics and I literally almost skipped doing it this time I'm like oh my gosh no I know every word to that song I'm not even gonna look at the lyrics and then I looked at it and was like oh whoops <laughs> Oops. Oh <my laughs> guess I missed that one so yeah cheating strategy um <laughs> that's a funny one well uh but then even for myself I did I took a I took one hard left and then I took another um with my second pick which is a song called Tomorrow Never Knows by the Beatles now I mean where do you begin with the Beatles like this is from their Revolver album and I love this song because this is the Beatles that I love you know some people like the Michelle like I want to hold your hand Beatles I am all about like 1966 67 Beatles like those are my favorite I love the Revolver album it's got most of like my top five favorite Beatles songs it's got she said she said good day sunshine got to get you into my life Um, and then of course tomorrow never knows which I just think is amazing definitely pull up the lyrics to this one if you're not familiar with them this is like lennon mccartney poetry at its finest um i think go ahead go ahead no you go ahead i i was gonna say i mean like and if you look at like the progression of the beatles right i mean it, it was it was like i think right after rubber soul um and it was right before sergeant peppers yeah and like you can hear them kind of going Right, like psychedelic era, right? Yeah, like pet sounds, and I mean, it was uh, definitely a different time, <laughs> for no. sure. Uh, and and I think the it, it's it was a really good, I think, window into them kind of maturing with with the culture, especially in California, right? Yeah, um, yeah, and really kind of spitting this album out with with all of the influence um, from from that time. Yeah, and it's so funny that you called out pet sounds because um, that, that's some, that was a note that I wrote about this song and something I've always thought about it is just for 1966, the production on this song is insane. Crazy. It's Crazy. super progressive. And so I wanted to know, I'm like, which album came out first? Did Pet Sounds come out first or did Revolver come out first? They're both from 1966, but um, Pet Sounds came out in June, mid-June of 66, and this album was August, early August of 66. So right there, but you know, you've heard the story a hundred times that that um, it was either John Lennon or Paul. Actually, I think it was Paul McCartney said that "God Only Knows" is a perfect song, which is you know obviously the Beach Boys song that was on Pet Sounds. That was my wedding song. Ah, oh, such a good song. I love that song too. I could do a whole episode about the Pet Sounds album. Love, oh, yeah. love, love. Um, 
But it was like, that's where you can really see that influence. Like they're going, they're, you know, using the distortion, the sound samples, the tape loops, like everything that you could want in a song today or in the past, I feel like is in this. And whether it's, you know, the seagulls sound, which I learned was actually um, Paul McCartney laughing at double speed Um, or the guitar. Yeah, it's him. It sounds yeah. like birds, but it's yeah. his laugh that they sped up. And then the the guitar and sitar phrases, they sped up and reversed them like mm-hmm. Missy Elliott style. You know, I mean, yeah, it's just, right. it was so I, cool. I actually, I am, I, I, I got to meet and talk to Jeff Emmerich uh, multiple times. We actually wow. almost ended up working with him um, at one point. Um, and unfortunately, he's passed away. But yeah, like, I mean... He was their engineer, man, like through yeah. pretty much all of their all their stuff. Uh, and, uh, you know, and then George Martin, too. I mean, a lot. Yes. Of, a lot of the piano, a lot of the composition um, and a lot of the orchestral, um, you know, um, charts were George. You know, yeah. Like it, he, he was really he was a really good at helping them bring their vision to life. Uh, For and sure, then, and especially and you, on this song. Oh, yeah. I mean, in I think George says his favorite song is Strawberry Fields. Yeah. That was his, he's been, been known and quoted saying that multiple times. But then you think of somebody like Brian Wilson, who, yep. you know, deaf in one ear and, right, and like yeah. just just charting out all that stuff and, and, and leading the way. And unfortunately, obviously, it's taken its toll. But yeah. he's still making music, and, and so is Paul. And it's just it's good to it's gonna be it's gonna be a weird world when that era of musicians, the Rolling Stones and the the yep. Who and uh, the Beatles, when they're no longer here, um, it like, will be you know, Eric Clapton, all the blues guys and stuff. You know, it's just gonna be a different different world i feel like i agree i agree a sadder one it's like we that's why we have to i had this rule in my house i have um i've mentioned on the show before i have a teenage daughter and i had a very strict like no kids music in my house when she was little i'm like if you want to listen to music we're not doing any kids bop we're not doing any wiggles like we're going to listen to real music and if you want something wacky We'll pull out the Revolver album. We'll pull out Sgt. Pepper's. We'll yeah. pull out Magical Mystery Tour. Like, so that's that's been like my mission is I want to make sure that like she knows. And so, nothing makes me happier than when I hear her playing, you know, a Beatles song for her friends or playing, you know, a Cream song for her friends or like, you know, she actually loves the Rolling Stones. So um, I'll often hear like give me shelter or something like blaring out of her room, which is always proud mama moment. So that's, um, that's, that's my uh, contribution back is to make sure that the kids don't forget these amazing musicians that paved the way. (laughs) I mean, Cohen's playlist on Spotify is so eclectic. Uh, He's, and you know, he, he actually, um, he knows every word and he could sing queen. um, uh, What is it? Don't stop me now. Yes, and and he crushes it. Like I was like I was I couldn't believe it. He like pulled it out <laughs> one day at a friend's so house, good. He's playing with his buddy, and he's saying it. But like this kid's got, um, oh my god, here it is. You know, like White Stripes, Rage Against the Machine, Jack Perfect. White, Foo Fighters, Led Zeppelin, um, Iron Maiden, The Champs, Spencer Davis Group, Kenny Loggins. Parenting win. <laughs> Parenting wins. We're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> 
We're doing it. We're keeping the kids informed. (laughs) Well, John, thank you so much for sharing what you're listening to this week. This has been an awesome episode. And to learn more about John and the work he's doing, visit the MediaTek website at mediatech.ventures. That's M-E-D-I-A-T-E-C-H dot V-E-N-T-U-R-E-S. And to our listeners, please join me again next week to find your new favorite song. Bye.